With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Hello and welcome to Jaldi 5, your one-stop shop for things to talk about the next time you're unsure of what to say. I'm Jaggu. I'm Tarana. And twice a week, we curate five stories for you from current affairs around the world, which you can then sprinkle into conversations to raise the bar from the mundane to the sublime, even on your coffee breaks. Number 5 SpaceX founder and CEO Elon Musk has been quite naughty on Twitter recently. Despite having federal regulators scrutinizing his tweets of late, he's invited fresh attention from them by making light of a video that was filmed inside one of his other company Tesla's cars. A couple decided to film themselves having sex inside their Tesla while it was being driven on autopilot. The video made its way onto Pornhub and the video went viral last week making Tesla the trending search term on the site. Elon Musk thought it was rather funny and decided to say so tongue in cheek on Twitter. He tweeted, "Turns out there's more ways to use autopilot than we imagined." And then added a comment, "Should have seen it coming." His followers then proceeded to reply with their own jokes, like the Model XXX, just like Model X with the middle seats removed and extra interior cameras. Also, when rival Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos revealed that the Blue Moon Luna lander being developed by his space flight company Blue Origin would be able to take both cargo and people to the moon with a first flight targeted by 2024 musk took it upon himself to have teenage level fun with this the new york times that featured the story had a photo of the blue moon lander's mockup that bezos had shown off at an event in washington dc the mockup had the words blue moon written across a spherical liquid hydrogen propellant tank musk amateurishly edited the words to read blue balls and tweeted the image with the words oh stop teasing jeff with a winky emoji Tesla is facing a lawsuit over the death of a man in California after its autopilot malfunctioned and steered the car straight into a concrete barrier. And the defamation suit against Musk by the Thai cave rescue diver who he called a pedophile will go on trial in October. Clearly, when the shit hits the fan, 47-year-old visionary genius types need to make phallic jokes. Number 4 Meanwhile in the UK a radio jockey lost his job after he made a rather racist joke following the announcement of the new royal baby BBC Radio 5 presenter Danny Baker tweeted a black and white photo in which a couple are shown leaving the hospital holding hands with a chimpanzee dressed in clothes with the caption royal baby leaves hospital even though he soon deleted the tweet the BBC fired him for his serious error of judgment Apparently he didn't know which of the royal princesses was in labor and his go-to photo when any posh people have a baby is that absurd chimpanzee in a top hat leaving the hospital the 61 year old dj has issued a statement to offer more context he said following one of the worst days of my life i just want to formally apologize for the outrage i caused and explain how i got myself into this mess i chose the wrong photo to illustrate a joke disastrously so he goes on to say that in an attempt to lampoon privilege and the new cycle he went to a file of goofy pictures and saw one of the chimp dressed as a lord and thought ah that's the one he said if he'd kept searching he might have chosen general tom thumb who was a dwarf who achieved great fame as a circus performer in the 1800s or even a baby in a crown but he didn't and wishes to god that he had the statement added minutes later i was alerted by followers that this royal baby was of course mixed race and waves of panic and revulsion washed over me What have I done? I needed no lessons on the century slurs equating simians and people of color. Racism at its basest. I am aware black people don't need a white man to tell them this. Deleting it immediately and apologizing for the awful gaffe 
I foolishly tried to make light of the situation. Too late, and here I am. He ends with, I would like once and for all to apologize to every single person who, quite naturally, took the awful connection at face value. I understand that, and all of the clamor and opprobrium I have faced since. I am not feeling sorry for myself. I f***ed up badly. But it was a genuine, naive and catastrophic mistake. I am now paying the price for this crass and regrettable blunder and rightly so. Again, I am so, so sorry. You gotta give it to the British. They apologize properly. Maybe he should be forgiven. Also considering that this is the third time he's been fired by the BBC, perhaps he might get another job with them only. Number 3 Remember the name Anna Sorkin. This 28-year-old has just been sentenced to jail for being blinded by the glitter and glamour of New York City. These lyrics from Bruce Springsteen's song, Blinded by the Light, were actually referenced by Judge Diane Kiesel in Manhattan State Court as she handed down the sentence. Anna Sorkin basically pretended to be a German heiress and defrauded hotels, restaurants, a private jet operator and banks out of over $200,000 in the US. She moved from boutique hotel to boutique hotel, handing out $100 tips and putting off bills with promises of wire transfers that never materialized. She overdrew a bank account and forged financial records to continue the deception that she was Anna Delvey, a daughter of a billionaire. A would-be art collector, Anna planned to open a exclusive members-only arts club and gained access to the wealthy investors in New York. But her plan went bust after her deception came to light. The jury agreed that she fraudulently maneuvered herself into the best position to take money from a social circle of wealthy collectors, dealers and auctioneers. Her lawyers argued that she was hardly unique in understanding that superficial glamour was key to acceptance in the circles that she aspired to join. They conceded that their clients' methods were unethical but claimed not illegal because she planned to pay everyone back. They also said any millennial will tell you that it's not uncommon to have delusions of grandeur. Even though the jury rejected some of the charges against her, including an alleged attempt to fraudulently obtain a $22 million loan and swindling $60,000 from a friend to pay for a lavish trip to Morocco. She has been found guilty of grand larceny and theft of services, been sentenced to 4 to 12 years in jail and been fined $24,000. She's also going to be deported back to Germany following her release for overstaying on her 2017 visa. Apparently, all through her trial, she threw tantrums when she couldn't get her stylist curated outfits and drew unflattering sketches of the lead prosecutor during testimony. But at the sentencing, she did apologize humbly for all the mistakes she'd made. In case you're kind of feeling bad for her, please note, she is not particularly sorry. She's actually said she'd probably do it all over again. Her story too has become a media sensation. She has received lengthy profiles in magazines and dreams of tabloid coverage. She has started writing her memoir in prison about her exploits in New York and plans to write another another about her time in prison and a TV series about her life is also being potentially made by Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy. You know, if she makes millions from all this and doesn't pay back all those that she defrauded, they should throw her back in jail. Number 2 While on jails, back in India, specifically inside Delhi's Tihar Jail, Christian Michel, the alleged middleman in the Augusta Westland chopper scam, seems to be having a rather tough time. The Enforcement Directorate had filed a charge sheet in 2016, in which it claimed that Christian Michel had received $33 million from Augusta Westland for kickback payments to be made to Indian officials to swing the VVIP chopper deal in the company's favour. He is one of three middlemen being probed in the case, but he is the only one in custody in India. He is complaining 
complain to the CBI court that he's being treated like a monkey in a zoo. He claims fellow inmates tell him to go, defecate in the open, and that he's lost 16 kilos since he was extradited to India from the UAE in December last year because he's only been given boiled vegetables to eat in Tihar jail. His lawyer, Aljo Joseph, has requested the court to direct the jail authorities to give him proper Western food instead of dal roti chawal. When the judge said they'd see if it's possible, the lawyer said Tihar does have bread, cheese, and onions. Michel has also complained that he shares a prison cell with a murder accused, and the judge said that he couldn't only be put in jail with other white-collar criminals. And also pointed out that maybe the man could be a reformed person. To which his lawyer replied that the man smokes ganja all day. Michel also wants permission to go to church and meet the pastor who comes to jail every Sunday. Meanwhile, a UK-based legal team representing him has approached the United Nations, claiming that Michel was being subjected to torture inside Tihar and being held in squalid. conditions in violation of his human rights they also alleged that he was unlawfully extradited to india moral of the story don't do anything illegal in india unless of course you need to lose 16 kilos really quickly and you've tried all other diets and nothing seems to work number 1 And finally, while you're still feeling warm and fuzzy post Mother's Day, we'd like to close the loop on a story we shared with you a few months back. 81-year-old Eileen Mackin has finally met her 103-year-old birth mother, Elizabeth. Eileen grew up in the Bethany mother and baby home in Ireland, where women who got pregnant outside of marriage went to give birth. She started looking for her mother at the age of 19 and never stopped looking until a chance interview recently that she gave to a radio station brought her in touch with a genealogist who tracked her mother down to Scotland. Over the weekend, Eileen travelled down to Scotland with her family to see her mom for the first time and was delighted to discover that she also has two half brothers. She spent 3 days getting to know her mom and new family and also celebrated her mom Elizabeth's 104th birthday with her. Eileen says her mother was thrilled to meet her. and that she never let go of her hand the entire time she also added i don't think i'll ever come down out of the cloud oh leaving you to senti call your mom immediately even though mothers day was yesterday and hopefully you got to spend quality time with her we call it a wrap on today's jaldi pad we'll have to hear from you so please note jaggu uses jagguism on instagram and twitter and across social i'm at tarana raja get in touch you can also email feedback to jukebox@bookmyshow.com and follow bookmyshow on facebook insta and twitter for updates on movies events and theater gigs also do check out our longer order show it's called the odd couple and it's also available right here on bookmyshow a new episode will be out on friday until next time i'm jaggu and i'm tarana okay bye 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 jaldi five with jaggu and tarana exclusively on on book my show where all you got to do is hashtag #just press play